Greetings, lovelies. Welcome to the Sexy Stories podcast. I hope you came prepared to enjoy a deliciously naughty paranormal tale. My name is Virginia Waits. Welcome to my parlour. Please, make yourself comfortable. I will be your guide to all things supernatural, fantastical, and sensual. Draga and Ollie's union caused one unexpected power spike which broke through the protections they and Lucy so carefully put in place. Lucy has ascertained that it was not just her at the manor who sensed this magic. However, the reaction of others was so varied, how far it reached is impossible to tell. Hence, Lucy has made arrangements with an old acquaintance in London to find more information an arrangement she will have to pay for with power. The e-book of this episode, with all the lovely details, is available from all major retailers for 99 cents or equivalent, depending on where you are. Links are at my website, virginiawaits.com or search for my name, Virginia Waits, at your favourite online retailer, and up it will pop. Welcome to The Manor, Season 2, Episode 5. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin... London was not Lucy's favourite place. While she loved the energy, she wasn't so fond of all the cars and pollution. It was a great city to be anonymous in, and to find things she couldn't find anywhere else, but she preferred open spaces and fresh air. As it was... She was in a back street that had changed a great deal over the last century. But the little shop she was headed for was in exactly the same building it always had been, just with additions. Quite an achievement, considering the rest of the street had been taken out by German bombs in World War II. A bell rang as she stepped into the atmospheric establishment. Also an achievement considering there was no bell or other physical detection device above the door to make the noise. Ema liked to make an impression from the get-go, especially with people who had never visited her before. Of course, Lucy had been here on more than one occasion. She met Emma's eyes down the centre aisle of the shop, where the witch was standing next to the main counter. The woman immediately smiled. Lucy smiled back. Emma was one of those people with a face that was ageless. 
She looked neither young nor old, perpetually somewhere in between, and her ethnic origin was just as vague. From some directions she seemed to have Afro-Caribbean features, from others Asian, and every now and then Caucasian. No one Lucy had met knew where Ema originated from, only that she had set up shop in London in the mid-seventeenth century and been there ever since. Hello, she greeted, walking down the shop with long strides to meet Ema about quarter of the way down. Ema was a big presence, but she was not a big woman, and Lucy had much longer legs. It is lovely to see you, Lucy, Ema greeted, taking her by the shoulders. Lucy ducked down so the shorter woman could kiss her on each cheek. It was a greeting ritual she knew was important to the witch, although she had no idea why. None of her protective instincts ever fired, so she was happy to go along with it. Thank you for giving me an appointment, she replied as they pulled apart. Of course, Ema said, and indicated the back room of her shop. I know when you call you always have a good reason. Come in. The shop had changed a lot since Lucy had last been there, with a modern till, directional lighting and all the mod cons, even though it was full of esoteric goods of all kinds. What hadn't changed was how it felt, however. The hum of warm power was as evident as it always had been since the shop had been little more than a room with a couple of shelves. Emu's shop assistant watched them leave with a curious glance, but didn't say anything. So, what can I do for you? Ema asked once the door closed behind them. There was a magical spike in my area Wednesday evening, she revealed. I need to know how far it registered, if anyone identified it, and if its origin was pinpointed. She did not elaborate on why. It was best not to lie to Ema, ever. And she didn't wish to reveal she knew what it was, unless she had to. Ah, yes, Ema said with a nod. I thought it might be that. I have already been digging. That was not a good start. I can tell you already a few sensitives picked it up across the country, Ema told her. But I've not heard of anything outside our borders. Everything I've picked up so far has been vague and muddled. But I'll put some more feelers out now I'm sure that's what you want. Thank you, Lucy replied. I should have more for you by the time you've made payment, and if anything else comes in after that, I will forward it on to you, Ema said. Will that be satisfactory? Perfectly, thank you, she agreed. The fact that there was a state-of-the-art PC, with six screens sitting next to a crystal ball and a divining ball did not escape her notice. Apparently, 
Even the supernatural could not avoid the information superhighway. This way, then, Ema said, leading her to another door that opened onto a hallway with a staircase. Lucy followed the small woman further into the building and up to the first floor. Ema pulled a bunch of keys from her pocket and unlocked one of the three closed doors on the landing. Inside was what looked like a completely plain room with off-white wallpaper. But Lucy knew there were magical symbols and a couple of talismans on and in the walls. She knew because she had seen them the first time she had met Ema. Back then the walls had been covered in cloth, but Lucy had insisted on seeing beneath them before she would agree to any trade. She had had to know how the power she was offering was being collected. In the middle of the room was a small camp bed covered in a pale blue sheet. The air smelled of sage and something Lucy could not directly identify. Do you need anything else? Ema asked as Lucy surveyed the room. You've changed the enchantments, Lucy said as she sensed something different. Thought you'd notice, Ema said with a nod and walked over to the wall. She brought her hands together while muttering something under her breath before bringing them up and placing them flat on the wall in front of her. It immediately lit up with designs, flowing from her fingers as if it was a flame running along an accelerant. The wall beside you, Ema told Lucy, as she scanned the revealed signs and sigils. When it came to magic, Lucy's memory was flawless, and she let her eyes run over the familiar until they came to something that wasn't. It was only a small thing, a tiny addition of a rune where there had been none before. Makes it more efficient, Ema said. Lucy held her hand over the rune without touching it. She didn't recognise it directly, but it gave her a sense of speed. Thank you, she said, giving Ema a nod. It wasn't as if the witch had to show her these secrets. Ema could have just cancelled the agreement. That she had was a show of respect between them. As soon as Ema removed her hands from the wall, the signs returned to plain, boring paper. There's also a camera up there, Ema revealed, pointing at the corner of the room. For you, it won't be recording, but I won't turn it off. Fair enough, Lucy replied. It wasn't as if the manor didn't have its fair share of security devices. She wasn't about to complain. Then I'll leave you to it, Ema said with a smile. Enjoy yourself. Oh, I intend to, Lucy replied with a wink. Ema laughed and closed the door behind herself as she left. Lucy walked over and drew the bolt across to lock herself in. She trusted Ema, but the witch was sometimes visited by unsavoury characters, and Lucy had no wish to deal with any of them. 
Satisfied, she walked over to the cot and placed the small case she was carrying down next to it. With that where she wanted it, she began to remove her clothes. She pulled off her coat first, folding it and placing it on the clean floor. Next, she unzipped and stepped out of her boots, followed by the high-waisted trousers she was wearing and then the cashmere sweater. Her underwear went next, leaving her happily naked. Lucy placed everything in a neat pile before taking two towels out of her case, spreading them out on the camp bed and sitting down. This was a transaction of power. She would generate it and the enchantments in the wall would siphon it off and store it for Ema to use as she wished at a later date. The easiest way for Lucy to generate power was sex, and so that was what she intended to do. Unzipping her case fully, she laid it flat on the floor so both halves were looking up at her. On one side were three toys, strapped in so they could not roll around, and a bottle of lube. On the other was everything she would need to clean up when she was done. Simple usually worked best in these cases, so she hadn't brought anything fancy. There was a small handheld vibe, a dildo, and an anal toy of small balls stacked on top of each other, starting small and working up to a little wider than the base of her thumb. They were all enough to get her going, without being overly complicated. Sometimes it was fun to play with more interesting toys, but not today. Arranging herself on the cot, she made herself comfortable. It wasn't the most sophisticated of beds, but it would do, and she shifted around a bit until she found the best spot. At least the towels were lovely and soft and smelled of lavender. With a grin and a salute to the camera, she reached over and picked up the vibe before pulling her legs up and apart. If Ema was watching her, Lucy didn't mind. She could do exhibitionist, in fact, it helped with the whole atmosphere. The room was not exactly the sexiest place on the face of the earth, but she could use her imagination. It was no time for subtlety, so she stroked down between her legs, wiggling a little to get perfectly comfortable. Pushing the on button on the small bullet vibrator, she made sure it was on the lowest setting. Even for her, jumping in at the highest level wasn't the greatest idea. Yes, it would get her off, but she wanted this to be satisfying too. The better the orgasm, the more power she would generate, and she liked to make sure Ema got a decent payment. Short-changing the witch would be a very bad idea. She started slowly, running the silver vibe over the mound of her pussy, 
letting the tremors run through her willing flesh. Just stripping with a mind to what was coming next had started to wake up her body, but she could feel herself relaxing as she coaxed her body to low-level arousal. She wasn't wet yet, but it wouldn't be long. Humming to herself, she pushed the toy between her folds towards her clit, letting it sit above it for a few moments before moving it in tiny circles. Her pussy throbbed, and she could feel that tightness inside as her body woke up to desire. She wondered if Emo was watching her, seeing her touching herself. She could just imagine the witch's eyes following her every move. She smiled, putting her head back and closing her eyes as she moved the toy over and around her clit, letting the buzz excite her. Her awareness of the world changed subtly as her succubus nature floated to the surface. She was alone, there was no pressing need to feed, so it was easy to control, letting her power drift under her skin. Getting off like that would have been easy. All it would take was a little more time, some hip movements and a good imagination. She almost went with it. It wasn't like one orgasm and it would all be over, but she decided against it. This would work best with one big bang, as it were. Lucy played for a while, letting the sensations radiate through her, making her wet. A few minutes later, when she dipped her fingers between her waiting folds, she was warm and wet and oh so ready. However, she didn't reach for the dildo. First, she twisted over towards the case and picked up the anal toy and the lube. She turned off and put the vibrator down on the towel next to her and dribbled lube on her fingers instead. She'd prepared for this before she came out, making sure she was clean and using a little magic to make sure she stayed that way, even with the train journey. She was sure Ema would have offered her a place to prepare if she had needed it, but Lucy liked to have everything in place herself. Lifting one leg, she turned slightly on her side and reached round until her slick fingers met her anus. She gave another little moan, just in case Emo was enjoying the show, as she rubbed the lube over her sensitive hole. It always felt so good, no matter how many times she did it. How anyone got fed up of sex, she would never know. She probed herself carefully, dipping one finger just inside her ass and humming in pleasure. This was going to feel so good. There was a lot to be said for sex with a willing partner. 
but sometimes it was fun to do exactly what she wanted, when she wanted. It only took a second to lube up the toy with its supple silicon. She held it along the slippery length so she had control of the tip and reached under her leg again. It was cold as it first touched her, and she had to move it around a little to find the correct angle. As soon as she did, the first little bulb slipped into her. She moaned her appreciation as she pulled it out again, feeling her hole open around it. There was no resistance at all as she pushed it back in. The second bulb was a little bigger, but it took only a slight pressure to make her pucker open up and accept it. She wished she could have seen it. To watch herself being fucked open was one of her guilty pleasures, and she sometimes recorded herself so she could play it back. Just imagining what she must look like was making her pussy throb and her clit ache. She pulled the second bulb out and pushed it back in a few times, relishing the feeling of the slide and the slight drag. It was so intimate. For the third, she grabbed a bit more lube, slicking the bulb again where her fingers had rubbed some of it off, on this one she felt the stretch. She moved slowly, letting her body open gently as her hole spread to allow the slick silicon to slide inside. It felt so good as her arse gave in, millimetre by millimetre, opening to allow the toy access. She could feel it inside her, and she moaned long and loud as it slid home, her rim closing over the narrower part. It was holding her open enough so she could feel it now too, and it made her purr. God, she loved being fucked up the ass, even when she was doing it to herself. She took more time moving this one in and out, making sure she was plenty stretched and applying more lube. It felt amazing, and it wasn't long before she was ready for number four. There were five bulbs to the toy, each just a little bigger than the last. As she angled the toy, she shifted a little on the bed. The fourth bulb took firm, even pressure, she felt the ache as her body opened for it, and she could only imagine what she looked like, wantonly taking such a thing up her arse. It slid into her slowly and deliberately, and she let herself breathe, enjoying the sensation of being full for a few moments, then she twisted it, gripping the base now before pulling it slowly and gradually out. Oh yes, she moaned to herself. 
Easing it in and out, she spread herself open, reveling in each stretch, breathing slow and deep. More lube, and she was ready for the last bulb on the toy. When she pushed this time, however, it didn't feel right, leaving the toy to just sit, almost in her. She lubed up her fingers again, and she lifted her leg higher. Reaching right round, she probed her ass with her slick fingers, pushing them in beside the fourth bulb of the toy. She massaged slowly, willing her body to relax as she worked herself open. As she took hold of the toy's base again and pushed, this time there was just the wonderful feeling of being spread, and it slipped inside, the base nestling against her arse cheeks. Oh, she said as she lowered her leg, and her hole fluttered around the intrusion. There was nothing for it, as her body decided what it wanted, and a wave of pleasure reverberated from her pussy outwards, and she full-body shuddered. Her power flowed into the room, and she could feel it being pulled away. It was only a small orgasm, but she lay back on the bed, enjoying her hole, flexing around the toy, holding it open. Fuck yes, she said, to no one in particular. It meant she'd have to work a bit harder for the big orgasm, but it was too good to regret. Sometimes a body simply wanted, and that was it. She let herself relax for a few moments, before she moved again and picked up the dildo. She spread her legs again and pushed it just inside, holding it there with her left hand. She didn't want to be full, just held open, and her slick folds welcomed the penetration. With her right hand, she repossessed the vibrator and turned it back on, clicking the button twice to take it to the next level. Her ass was stuffed, her pussy was being gently stretched, and that just left her clit. She moaned long and loud as she touched the vibrator to the sensitive nub, spreading her legs further and pushing her ass against the bed. The movement on the anal toy just made her moan more. She hoped Ema was enjoying the show as much as she was enjoying giving it. Lucy rocked her hips, fucking herself just a little on the dildo and pushing on the toy in her ass with every move. It felt so good as she rubbed the vibrator over her now proud and slippery clit. Her power was building under her skin once more, and she let herself revel in it. She lost track of time as she enjoyed herself, pushing her body higher and higher, closer and closer to orgasm, but never enough to push her over and let her magic light up the room. 
This was going to be big. She could feel it with every sensual shift of her hips, and she chased it, moaning and groaning her pleasure to the world. She really wanted to know if Ima was watching. Yes, she whispered to herself as she felt her pleasure beginning to crest. She shifted her feet off the bed, bringing up her knees wide apart as if she was displaying herself to the world. Fucking herself deeper with the dildo, she reached for her climax. She wanted it. She really wanted it, and she could feel it so very close. Magic rippled under her skin, and she pushed the vibrator up to its highest level. Fuck yes, she yelled at the room, fucking deep into her pussy with the dildo and feeling the toy spreading her ass as her orgasm started in her clit and burned through her whole body. Her hips bucked up, her pussy clenched and fluttered around the dildo, her ass squeezed and pulsed around the toy. All as her clit pulsed and her whole frame shuddered with pleasure and power burst out of her like a torrent. Lucy hung on and rode the wave. It was even better than she had been hoping, and it went on and on until she collapsed panting to the cot. For a little while, all she could find the will to do was breathe, even as the vibrator continued its song in her limp hand on the bed. Eventually, of course, she had to move. She turned off the vibrator and left it on the towel, after which she carefully removed the dildo and placed it beside the vibe. The toy in her ass took some coaxing, because she'd tightened up thanks to her orgasm, but she gently pulled it free. Sitting up, she took the packet of wipes and a bag from her case. She wiped off the toy and placed it in the bag for proper cleaning at home. She did the same with the dildo and the vibe, putting them back in her case with the lube. Next, she used the wipes to clean herself up, putting the waste into another small bag and adding it to the case. Standing, she took the towels off the cot and placed them in the case as well. She was leaving no significant biological material behind. It was just safest. Once she was as clean as she was going to get, she zipped the case back up and redressed. She could feel the ache in her ass and the warmth in her pussy, and it made her smile. After that, she was going to be wet for hours. Fully dressed, she picked up her case and unbolted the door. It was time to find out what Ema had discovered for her. The way the back of her mind was humming, she was sure Ema would be pleased with the transaction. I do believe Lucy rather enjoyed making that payment. But what will Ema have found out? For all the juicy details and extra plot, we just don't have time for in the podcast. 
check out the ebook. It is available at all major online retailers. All the links are at virginiawaits.com in this week's blog post, so pop on over to check it out. Thank you. It helps us out a lot. The deliciously sensual and exciting adventures continue next week, so it would make me very, very happy if you would subscribe to the podcast so you never miss any of the delightful fun. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org